Hello, welcome to Armenian Women Empowerment. I'm so glad you're here. I gotta tell you folks, <laughs> I am so empowered. I can't even tell you. I feel like this is the best entry to season two for me on October 19th officially. Um, and I'm so, so empowered. And I'll tell you why. I see you, I hear you, I feel all of you. I feel this new Armenian women empowered movement. I'm, I'm serious, like I feel like this is, this is it. We are so banded together. We are so united in our front to help our Armenians in Artsakh, our Armenians in Armenia, Artsakh is Armenia, we are so empowered by all of this. You know, in uh, the Nichiren Buddhist religion, they say that, and, and don't quote me because I'm not very good at quotes. <laughs> I've got a few that I've memorized and that's just because, you know, I know them since childhood but this one really resonates with me and I heard it today in my encouragement call as well out of the most terrible times in our lives bring forth new and exciting and better things in our lives and sometimes it takes the very terrible the very bad in our lives to motivate us to change, grow, learn, and, uh, and, and empower from. And now is that time for us as while I speak, entering my second season of Armenian Women Empowerment Podcast, as I speak right now, Turkey has violated a second and if you want to include the very first one anyway uh, a third ceasefire agreement I'm getting used to these you know one day we see on social media that a ceasefire has been reached and it's exciting and important Armenians in our community are posting it and it's our way of like feeling a little uh, sigh of relief and then boom they go ahead and continue bombing the heck out of our country. Okay, but I don't need to tell you any more of that because you already know what's happening. Now, for those of you who don't know what's going on because you're either living under a rock or you're in the middle of rural town in, I don't know, the backwoods of Nebraska or Wyoming, I don't know, we are in an all out war. Okay, Turkey continues to attack. Turkey continues to plunder. Turkey is backing up Aliyev and Azerbaijan 100%. Israeli bombs are found. There's all kinds of people that are involved in this war against us. Meanwhile, we have what? I don't even know if we have artillery enough to survive this, but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I do see 
I see you. I see all of us. I see all of us women moving forward and banding together. I see the girl, the blonde Armenian bombshell with the perfect Armenian language posting live videos from her car every time they do a car parade of Armenians for Peace and recognize Artsakh and anti-terrorism of Turkey. I see you and I love it. And I also love that you are calling us out on our bullshit. On those of you who continue to nitpick and say things like, well, it's not an organized event. Stay away from the, the airports. Armenians have no business in their cars with a, I love that she calls everyone out. I'm sorry I don't know your name. I don't know all of your names, but I see you. I hear you. I feel for you, and I'm so proud of you. As an Armenian grandchild of a genocide survivor family, listen, both sets of grandparents people, both sets of my grandparents and people I never met, survived this genocide for me to be living right here right now talking to you on this podcast and I'm telling you that I'm proud of you and I am important I'm telling you I'm proud of you and I matter and you matter and Armenians have lives that matter okay we all are in this together and I see you and I hear you and I applaud you and I encourage you and I'm empowered by you. I, the empowerment woman, am empowered by you. You know, I'm empowered by the YWCA, uh, you know, volunteers, whoever you are. I'm sorry I don't know all your names. But I will get to know you. We're all interconnected somehow. And maybe you follow me on Instagram. My Instagram blows up with all of these wonderful, wonderful things that Armenian women are doing to save their country. I mean, really, the YWCA is awesome. What they're doing is this drive. And it starts from Oct uh, October 19th. That's tomorrow. That's my, my uh, opening of season two my one year anniversary of sorts. I think I started a little bit earlier than this, but um, I, I see on, my, on my, uh, my podcast record that October 19th is the first podcast I put out. It's also the, the first podcast that got so many um, listens. Uh, but anyway, I, I am I'm celebrating my new year by celebrating you as empowered, Armenian American women and around the world and in Armenia. I, I, I celebrate with you. And so the YWCA is doing this drive. It's a clothing, diaper, female hygiene drive. It's all things. Bring it. Bring it on. Winter's coming. They're going to need it. And don't worry if they're getting a lot. If some, some of you are saying, oh, we're sending too much. You know, they, they don't need toys. They need money. Yes, they're getting money too. And you know what? They're also getting toys. And I'll tell you what, if they can't use those toys, 
they can throw them away. They can give them away. They can give them to a country that supports us, that also needs our help. Okay? They can give them, give them to, they can send them back and we can give them to the underserved in our own uh, own communities. We have a lot of poor people in our, own, uh, in our own communities. Yes, we have a lot of poor Armenians that live here too. So don't worry, it won't go to waste. <laughs> it won't go to waste. It will not. And it's not our place to judge where all of these wonderful donations go and how many and how much and how organized and get over yourselves. There's independence doing this on their own. Look at Kim Kardashian. She doesn't work with an organization. She works with herself. And she and her sister Chloe and her husband Kanye West just donated a million bucks, people. A million dollars. A million much needed dollars. I feel like all of this Okay, so let me get back. I'm sorry. I'm just like jumping ahead of myself and I'm sorry about that, but I have so much to talk to you about. I have so much to say, but let me get back to the YWCA and let me tell you why I'm so happy and so proud of what they're doing. My whole car is filled with boxes to give to them starting tomorrow and until October 29th. They're collecting these items for the Armenian Women's shelter that opened up last year. I think I mentioned this in one of my podcasts where it's finally being recognized that Armenians need a shelter, a place to go to if they're being emotionally, physically, financially, familially, or otherwise abused or just need to get out of their own abusive family, not even spousal family uh, abuse and, and situation, okay? So there's this shelter that they are going to donate to and they need everything from feminine hygiene products to diapers. So please, please, please dig deep, find your boxes, find your clothes, you know, those coats that we end up buying here for our kids. I know I've done it. I, you know, I've done it so many times before. My ex has done it so many times before we buy these really big puffy jackets because of the one time that we go to Big Bear and we need a puffy jacket and then we find out that it's the sunniest day that California has ever seen and everybody is skiing down the hill in their shorts. Yes, those jackets, those Chanel and Gucci and Guess jackets, those Tommy Hilfiger, wonderful, beautiful, you know, uh, a, a puffy, warm jackets and parkas and wraps send them all send them all young and old they need it i feel like the way we banded together the way everybody has just united and become a united front is so phenomenal like it's out of this world i have never seen so much support and 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 hook chick you know, in Armenia, we say, Hokche. it doesn't matter that Americans don't acknowledge this as much as they should. Hokche. Ah. We've already seen it all. Who cares? We are banding together. We are a united Armenian empowered woman front. 
and empowered men for those of you empowered enough to listen to this podcast. We are getting our ducks in a row and we're organizing things. We're, we're getting uh, education projects organized. I know I'm going to be part of this. I was just invited to be part of this Armenian educators group. Thank you, Marina. Oh, I cannot wait to do this project with you. We are working on things to help get our Armenian children educated, aware, and understood and heard because we care so much because this is so important. I feel like all of us banding together like this, uh, you know, the the uh, armenianfund.org drive. Thank you, Rubina Arshakyan, for challenging all of us to donate at least $100 a month and less if you can. And I, I feel just so empowered by you. To, and you encouraged me to post my my son's mere allowance contribution and my match and it wasn't a hundred dollars but it's close enough and whatever we can do and whatever you can do to help and so thank you for that challenge thank you to all of you who have that challenge thank you to alice petrosian who's who's posting and and giving us hope with things that happen and and giving us awareness and reposting and sharing it's hard work it's tedious work but it needs to be done we need to know yes we even need to know when the ceasefires are uh, talked about and then broken yes because even those will empower us because all of us banded together and united together you know what we're creating an an untouchable armenia pretty soon we're going to be turkish free product zones here in Glendale, California, we've got we've got all of our friends working on that. All of our, um, uh, you know, sincerely Armenian product promoting group going, and we are sincere about trying to buy as many Armenian products as we can. I recently called Trader Joe's and I got on their case, and uh, I already heard that they're starting to pull their Turkish products. You know, I'd like to start eating apricots again. I don't want to have to drive all the way to Fresno to get a fucking apricot. Seriously? Why the hell would you put a Turkish product in an Armenian-rich populated zone? We, we have a street here in Artsakh. I'm not I'm sorry, we have a street here in Glendale called Artsakh. Yes, we renamed part of Maryland Artsakh. We did that. And you know what? Just up the street from that, street is a Trader Joe's that carries Turkish products. It's beyond me. It's beyond me to understand that, but it took this attack. It took this war against us to band us together and make us that much stronger. I really think we were busy in the pandemic. Well, everyone was busy in the pandemic and, and don't blame us for that. That's just something that happened. You can't control that, right? That was a pandemic that happened. Well, you know, our president could have done better about that. Lots of countries probably could have done better about that. Our, ours is really suffering because of the goon that's that's in our White House right now. Two weeks, people, two weeks, come on. Um, and, and, you know, we were busy with that. 
We were busy being very good Americans and following the consumerism, capitalistic marketplace and you know career path. And we we're busy, maybe even too busy to see each other because we were so busy running around, gathering things for our families or growing families and being involved in our schools and creating art and writing books. And we were busy, we were busy doing that. We were busy following the American dream. We were very busy doing that. But guess what? We're now banded together. And I'm not saying that it's a good thing that we're being, I am not saying that, so don't twist this around. But I'll tell you that I do think that that Buddhist quote is 1000% true of us right now. And that's what we need to keep thinking. That the best thing can only come out of this. And so far what I'm seeing as being the best thing is R.P. Krikorian making her art, selling her art, and donating 100% of the proceeds to ArmenianFund.org. That's what I'm seeing. That's not all I'm seeing. I'm just giving you an example. <laughs> Sorry if I didn't name drop you. I really am. I, you know, I have a lot of people that I'd love to name drop in this uh, podcast, and I'm so appreciative of but I can't do all because you know what? So many of you have reached up to your highest levels to contribute and bring forth something phenomenal and new for us. Spreading awareness, holding rallies, organizing protests, AYF leaders, getting our council members on board and in our meetings, encouraging our youth to be part of a bigger, a bigger message and getting the word out, letting our politicians know. My son, my son's AYF team um, and Greg Krikorian uh, just put forth this uh, um, a message to us to write letters, write physical letters, pen to paper letters uh, to our, uh, you know, representatives, Dianne Feinstein, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden. I honestly don't think Trump is listening, but if you want to write a letter to him, go ahead. He probably needs an education in Armenian history anyway. He clearly doesn't know enough about it. Go ahead. But anyway, he put forth this encouragement and this seed in us to continue our awareness making and continue to push for peace in Armenia and stop this war. So he encouraged my son and my son wrote this phenomenal letter to Kamala Harris. I want to read it to you. Um, I am going to read it to you, actually. Um, he just sent it to me today. He took a picture of it and sent it to me. I'm so proud of him. I can't even tell you. This is like 
a mother's pride. I'm proud of him for a couple of things, by the way. He must be listening to me. He also, you know, uh, put, put forth his allowance money. But this is also something I'm really proud of that he wrote. It says, Dear Kamala Harris, I really hope that you will be our next vice president. Help. Oh, I'm sorry, not help. <laughs> Hello, my name is Kevin Davidian. I live in Montrose, California, and I'm 12 years old. I'm writing to you because I'm a great-grandchild of genocide survivors. As an Armenian American, I am very concerned about what is going on in Armenia and Artsakh and the attack against them right now. While I'm writing to you, Armenia is getting bombed by Turkey. Turkey, by the way, is part of the NATO treaty and they are still attacking us. Please help end this war and stop Turkish aggression. Thank you. And then he's got the American flag uh, drawn and colorful next to the Armenian flag and a Biden-Harris sticker at the bottom. I was wondering what I was going to do with that sticker because I didn't want to put on my car. I don't like stickers on cars. And it says, in solidarity with Artsakh, Kevin. I'm so proud of my son. And I'm so proud of all of you who have put forth your greatest effort in organizing and volunteering and packing boxes and getting things ready to go. Um, uh, Araz Artinian, oh my God, Araz, every single day this woman works so hard talking to her friends in Armenia, her connections here and there and organizing and getting things set up from America to Armenia and just like it's killing her not to be there and help directly, it's killing me too. It's killing me too. I want to be there right now. I really do. And I think that when this war ends, I'm going to make a cause and bring forth that kind of, of monetary action that I need to get myself there, to be physically there. I will. But for now, I see all of the nurses and doctors that, that Araz Artinian, by the way, helped to organize. Thank you. And they're there. They have made that 7,000 mile trip via plane to Armenia and Artsakh in particular, where their hospitals are now overwhelming with injured soldiers, better injured than dead. I'm kind of happy to hear that they are um, in the hospitals. And no, I don't like that they're overwhelmed, especially during COVID but I'm so glad that they're still alive and there's still a chance and there's still hope because we're a small nation at the end of the day. So all these doctors going out, nurses, uh, gynecologists. Um, uh, my friend Araz Marashlian told me about that. I have two Arazes in my life. Anyway, I'm so proud of everyone, really. Uh, you know, it, it's a really difficult time for Armenians right now. We're not ourselves. We are still having to work full time from our homes and bring a happy face to our jobs and bring a happy face to our children, especially the young ones who just do not understand yet. They're not really grasping 
the immediacy of this time and um, you know and the intimate connection that we have to Armenia they're just there's so little and we're doing this we're doing this all with you know a happy work face and we're really kind of living completely compartmentalized lives and you know my friend told me that recently she said you're gonna have to compartmentalize and really get things going you're really gonna kind of have to do the work of two separate people and I feel like that's exactly what I'm doing and um, so I guess that brings me to what I'm actually doing so I'm being invited places I'm doing my part as a as an Armenian American citizen you know calling uh, I'm calling Trader Joe's and I'm praising stores for removing their Turkish products and I'm being invited to uh, represent education and all that but I'm also doing my part by raising awareness and every single day I bombard my friends my non-Armenian friends about what's going on in Artsakh and I'm also trying to raise awareness in our libraries and our schools right now I'm working with BUSD POSD and GUSD and trying to get them to purchase order uh, more Armenian books we need to get our libraries going with books by Nancy Krikorian and Laura Michael Gabudian and um, uh, you know um, David Karadian and we really need to get this going we need to have like sections it's really kind of shameful uh, that our libraries aren't you know fully packed with all that they need to be packed with regards to social justice especially in schools that house so many Armenian children that provide so much ADA for that school that it pays for salaries everywhere from the superintendents to the custodians that work there and everyone in between Armenians make up a large population all over Los Angeles and our libraries are abysmal when it comes to books about I'm not talking about oh we don't have enough books like Anne Frank and stuff like that well actually we do we actually have quite a few <laughs> and we're not supportive we're definitely we haven't been you know loud enough in this regard I still remember back when I taught at uh, Toll uh, not too long ago you know um, about 10 to 15 years back now when I taught my middle schoolers about the Armenian genocide and they used to come up to me they'd say things like oh my gosh I never knew what Armenians went through I never knew what my ancestors did to survive for us to, I had no idea I thought that they were lined up I thought that a million and a half Armenians were lined up and shot with a shotgun and that that's how we died 
And, you know, and that really does put perspective on it, doesn't it? When a child thinks that, uh, that uh, you know, they're marching every year for justice because like a million and a half people just died so instantly like that. Like it makes you really wonder what they were thinking about us. Dragging them out of bed every April 24th and saying, hey kid, you got to get up. We're going to do our march. Or, you know, hey, we're going to go to Armenian school. Yes, you do have to learn Armenian because, you know, and we say things like because our ancestors, you know, survived a genocide because, you know, because our people are dying up because we tell them these things, but they really don't understand. And the way that they will understand, because let's face it, we're not all historians. Not every Armenian here is a historian and has studied Armenian history like I have and my brother has and um, you know I it, you know like all of our professors have you know we're not all Rubina Pirumians of we're, we're so we can't expect that of our kids but we can provide them with library systems with library shelves rich in Armenian culture we have survivor books we have Anne Frank books we've got a lot of them and we're about to have some more because I'm going to add to that. I'm writing and I know a few friends that are also doing this. And um, Americans are writing. Uh, my, my son just read a book called Annihilation. It's written by an American who happened to study wars in the Middle East and ended up, uh, you know, stumbled upon Armenian uh, history and the Armenian genocide. And he wrote a book about an Armenian surviving the horrible, horrible deportation marches of the genocide of 1915. So I'll be damned if we can't get that going. And I'm gonna try. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna push. I've got some some moms, you know, um, who are uh, cheering me on, and I'm cheering them. Um, I have some moms that are making some amazing amazing uh, fundraisers school fundraisers Lala Ohanyan I love you and we're working together to get this library going at our schools at our son's schools we're working together to get our libraries rich with Armenian culture and Armenian history and by the way we need to have our libraries rich with all kinds of culture and history okay Harry Potter is not the only book. In fact, I'm sure J.K. Rowling would agree with me when I say that it's time to make room for other authors, right? <laughs> it's time to make Armenian historians great again. It's time to make Armenian authors great again. I'm working on getting, um, you know, compartmentalized. How else am I compartmentalized? Working on getting uh, Laura Gabudian's presentation out in certain schools and uh, having a tough time with that. We have a lot of we have a lot of work to do. We really do. We have a lot of work to do because there still are a lot of prejudice, uh, you know administrative staff out there there's still a lot of prejudice principals and assistant principals and um, not only prejudice but just ill-informed 
this informed. I find that teachers are way more informed than our leadership in schools. My 22 years in the teaching field, teaching, actual, actually teaching, have proven to me that teachers are the ones getting an education and, and, and administrators are not or administrators are being hired out from other states and we end up having administrators that have no idea what to do with things of this nature, like social justice issues and getting uh, Armenian issues out and into the fore, the forefront of our schools, where our schools are being attended by Armenian students. So I'm working on my part and you're working on your part and 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 other armenian women around the world are working on their part and we are the lavash makers the bread makers for our soldiers we are all ultimately supporting our soldiers on the front lines by doing our part to get this world nourished fed and well-versed in Armenian history. Okay? Because we have a lot to contribute. We're an old fucking nation. Okay? We're not, we weren't just born yesterday and we're not going to go down so easily. And um, all I can say is thank God. Thank God for the brain in my head to be able to speak to you today thank god to my grandparents oskan arshalouis marashlian aravni kushkerian and bedros kushkerian thank god for you for surviving the horrors of the march for fighting in uh, the 40 days of musadar i believe my grandfather Pedro's Kushkarian fought in that. And thank God for Oskan. Thank you. Thank you for cooking, even if you cooked for the enemy. Even if you cooked for the Turkish army, you did what you needed to do to survive and have children and let their children have children so that we could be here today to bring justice so that what you did for us was not in vain. So, so that we can continue to make art like the art precurcorians of the world. So we could continue to move forward in our uh, literature, in our writing, in our singing, in our songs, in our poetry. Uh, you, know, uh, we, I, you know, I gotta tell you, I have to tell you, I am so proud of the rich culture that's around us. It's, it's you know, recently I think um, I think if you've seen me on um, on Instagram, you saw that I did a a poetry, you know, I, I've done some poetry readings, and um, um, I'm uh, I'm forgetting names right now. Um, Oh my gosh, why, why, why is this happening right now? This is not when I wanted it to happen. But I've read a couple of poems right now written by uh, some 
famous Armenian authors and I really appreciate the poetry that we put into the world. It's so important to read our poetry. Um, uh, uh, you know, Lara Vanian Green, your mother, your mother's poetry. I remember I, I read something of hers and um, I am really forgetting my friend who uh, I, I read her poetry uh, from Birthmark and I'm so proud of all of us who have put all of this art into the world so that we can, you know, so that we can really shine for ourselves, but not only for ourselves, you know, shine for others and encourage others. You know, when you read something, you get encouraged by it. When you sing something, it encourages you and, 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 and inspires you. All of it is so, so important. And I'll be damned if it took a war to bring us all together and be as empowered as we are for crying out loud. This is so cool. This is really so cool. I'm witnessing, I feel like I'm witnessing a rebirth or a renaissance of sorts with Armenians. You know, this is a renaissance of, of, um, Armenian women empowerment and um, you know I know it's not an easy time for our comedians uh, to make their art Lori Tatulian I'm really missing Sosi but I understand that it's not really an appropriate time and Mary Basmajan bless you oh my gosh how did you manage to put Vartush in all of this and make us laugh a little bit you know you did it. You managed to do that because you're empowered and you are helping us continue to live our daily lives that we have to live while this war happens. This war that seems like it's happening right outside of our door, but is actually 7,000 miles away. Armenians in Armenia, I love you. Artsakh, I love you. Until we meet again. Um, you know, like I said, my son and I were going to go there this summer to celebrate his sixth, his um, graduation from sixth grade. And it was going to be a really special trip for us. But right now, our special trip has turned into a special act of altruism, humanitarian, volunteerism and all of it and i'm proud so proud to be an armenian woman empowered to do this work do not let anybody disempower you from doing your work keep just keep keeping on and don't listen to anybody who gets in your way don't listen to these gaslighters that say you can't do it because you're too poor or because you're too weak or because you you know you didn't know how to do anything anyway you're not good at this or you're not good just don't listen to that now you listen to what's in your head and any way you can help any small way just like a 10 year old Jackie Coogan got out there and 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 fundraised and collected 
food and clothing for Armenian orphans in 1915. So can we. So can we. Even the youngest of our Armenian children can do this. And how empowering is that? How empowering. Our kids are watching us. Keep on keeping on. I love you. Bye. Welcome to Armenian Women Empowerment. This is a podcast that will help you identify the negative and sexist rhetoric thrown your way and how to stand up for yourself in its wake. You will hear Jackie's personal story of how she survived an emotionally, familially, and financially abusive marriage and how to identify and prevent toxic family and professional relationships for yourself. It's not amut to be an Armenian woman in the diaspora. It's empowering. Let's switch this conversation up about us and take actionable steps towards uplifting, encouraging, and empowering ourselves each day.